Well, hello, everybody. Happy Easter again, Easter season that we're in now, and um, happy Tuesday, April the 13th. Well, we got really two great readings today, I think. You know, first of all, we have that gospel from um, John about Nicodemus talking with Jesus, and then we have that incredible, beautiful passage from Acts about the community of believers. I just want to say a couple things, really beginning with the gospel. You know, I think a change is usually necessary for any great thing that uh, that we do. You know, any move from one place to another requires, you know, some kind of change, something on our part that is somewhat of an effort or maybe even a great effort. So here we have this exchange between Nicodemus and Jesus. And Nicodemus is, I think, truly trying to figure out this Jesus, who this guy is, and what is he offering, and and why are all these things happening? And, of course, we have that exchange about being born again and Jesus saying, you know, you must be born from above, and and Nicodemus is listening. And, you know, I can't fault Nicodemus. I mean, <laughs> what he was talking, what Jesus is talking about was probably so challenging in a sense of, of Marvel new, you know, like, wait a minute, Jesus, you know. He just turns around and he says, well, like, how can this happen? How can this happen? You know, he's he's looking for something um, that he believes is, is a starting point. You know, Jesus, how can this happen? Where can this go? You know, and Jesus simply has a beautiful passage. And Jesus simply says to him, you know, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, of course, that would have been on the staff, and he would have lifted it up, and people would have taken note. You know, Moses is, you know, the leader. You know, he's the he's the prophet. He's the one that, that God has called forward. And so they're going to pay attention to him, and he lifts up something even higher than himself. So just as Moses lifted up that serpent in the desert, the staff, essentially, which would have had a little serpent image on the top of it. Um, another Bible, another story, totally, but um, it says, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. The Son of Man be lifted up so that all could gaze upon this Son of Man being lifted. And of course, Jesus is indeed lifted up at the crucifixion. And he's lifted up and placed on that cross. You know, and extends his arms out. And then he says, just as Moses lifted up serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. You know, and belief in Jesus' name means to us more than anything else. Indeed, it's what we're all about. It's the change. It's how can this happen? It can happen that we turn ourselves over completely to Jesus. In that second reading from the community of about the community in, in the book of Acts, says the community of believers was of one heart. No one claimed that any of their possessions were their own, but they had everything in common. They had everything in common. You know, they took care of one another, and I think that's the, the beauty there. And sometimes people I think legitimately can wonder how is it that Christianity um, not only took a took foothold in a culture 
in an environment that was, frankly, hostile to it in many instances. You know, not in every instance, but in many instances. And that whole transformation of being Jewish to being Jewish messianic to Gentiles coming into this relationship with God. Um, you know, how does that happen? You know, and and somehow amidst all of that, it happened. And it happened because they had Jesus in their heart. They knew that first and foremost, it had to begin with him. And then it had to go out from that to everyone else. How can I be this Jesus to everyone else? And they came together. They came together. And it's a beautiful thing. And I'm thankful. I am so thankful for all of the Christians throughout all of the centuries who have come together to help others. Think about it. For 2,000 years, 2,000 years, mercy, compassion has been shared by the believers of Jesus. I am not discounting any other group, any other organization or whatever that's done nice things for other people. But I'm saying that that was the focus point that we were birthed out of. The focus point of coming together to take care of one another. That's what people took note of. That's why the nation of Israel. Why did God choose that nation of Israel, Old Testament, as a focus, a focal point? So people, other nations, other cultures could see the work of God within this tribe and ask, what do they have that I don't? Well, it continues on with us. It continues on post-Jesus, so to speak, as we continue to do that. So I am thankful for all that, for all the Christians have done. I'm thankful for our church, our, our Catholic church, for all it has done. And in these last few centuries especially, take a look at schools and hospitals and Catholic Relief Services and everything that has gone out in the name of Jesus through the community of believers. You know, this is not a past tense experience. This line is not past tense. This line is here and now. And we continue to live it. And being here in our community, in the Archdiocese of Trite, in Our Lady of Victory, you know, I can certainly say through all of my years in ministry, uh, what Colleen and I have done, that we have just seen the outpouring of people's hearts so beautifully, so beautifully, and they continue to do so. This is not past tense. And so um, I guess I just want to say, um, you know, I don't want to have an ego about this because it's the wrong thing or an attitude. But I think in humility, we can just bow our heads and say, thank you, Lord, for putting the gift of the care of others on our hearts and for putting the thoughts of compassion and mercy upon our hearts and for thinking that we, we are worthy enough to continue to, continue to do what you have done. So great job, everybody. Keep it up and happy Tuesday.